Are you ready to lighten up, tighten up, shed, and shred with plant-based protein? Antioxidant fruits, organic greens and veggies, plus gut health? For a fraction of the cost you are already spending, this super 30-day program may support you to build muscle, burn fat, reset metabolism, lift brain fog, increase productivity, break addictions, nourish, detoxify, and cleanse. Are you ready to look and feel your best? Replace 60 organic meals for only $11 a day with live, organic, non-GMO superfood nutrition delivered right to your door. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Go to superfoodswithjen.com. It's Success Happens on 930 WFMD, blending business and politics. Success Happens with your host, Jen Charlton. Morning and welcome to Success Happens. It's Jen and it is so great to be with each of you. And I am beyond thrilled for what we're going to talk about today and with whom we're going to talk about it. Because as you all know, I've been following this idea of election integrity. And a year ago, when it went the way it went, November 3rd, I said, you know what, we need a do-over. And not everybody agreed with me. Not everybody agreed with me. I said, you know what, if if we, you know, mess up a cake, what do you do? If it falls flat, you got to cook it again. So, you know, sometimes you got to do a do-over. But this gentleman we're going to speak to today is highly regarded in understanding the whys and wherefores of what happened during the election process. And each of us as Americans, and even those who are maybe here living, maybe citizens elsewhere, but you're living in our constitutional republic, each of us needs to be really concerned that the leaders we're putting in office indeed are the ones we wanted to have be there. And the election process is critical to ensuring that our leadership is authentically who we want. No one else gets to muck with our election process. And they have been. And I know I'm outraged and I go around the country and I meet with people and I meet with patriots and they are outraged. People are really, really ticked because they feel like their vote didn't count. And they, you know, people have said it for years, right? I go to the election thing. It doesn't matter. It makes no difference. There's so many Democrats here. There's so many Republicans here. My voice doesn't matter. But if people are mucking with that election integrity, it really won't matter. And you leave us susceptible to being taken over by people who do not have your best interests at heart. So I have with me today, Jovan Pulitzer, and I am so honored, Jovan, to have you here with me on Success Happens. And it is just um, so exciting to have you with us and good morning. Thank you very much. I'm uh, happy to be here very much. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, don't take this the wrong way, but you are a smarty pants. I'm not a smarty pants. I mean, I, I, I you know, I'm, I'm, I might be funny on occasion, but 
you know, for the most part, I don't have the intellectual capacity you do to and create these amazing things. And you have an amazing imagination. And as an inventor, you have, I think, over 200 different patents. Is that accurate? Here in short order, short order break 500, but yes. Oh my goodness, see, there you go. So you've been hard at work. You've been hard at work giving us tools to make our lives easier. And I think of this QR code, you know, I was slow to go on QR codes. I mean, I think COVID really brought it into its own because people were resisting it. Like me, I'm older, you know, I don't do that kind of tech stuff. Oh, apps. I was really in all of that. And now it's an everyday part of our lives. And the QR codes, you know, any restaurant you go to now, they have it posted on their table. COVID changed some of that. I did that when in the mid-90s is when I came up with it. And in late 98, I rolled out the technology, realizing that barcodes, everything you see from a loaf of bread to a bottle of water, even to what uh, the original QR code is called Dentsu Wave. They were Dentsu Wave codes. That's a 2D barcode. And so I created a piece of software called C. The letter C stands for visual R, letter R, but R, Q. And that's how Q codes came about. And now it's kind of everything. And it's just a a magic jump. So you don't have to type in long web addresses and, and do it. But it's funny. You know, it's been 25 years now that it's been out. And uh, COVID changed a lot of things with it because they didn't want to put out, you know, should we say, menus in a restaurant, people touching them. So it kind of helped more people understand what they were and what they were done. So that's that's one of my little funky things. It pushed us over the edge. It pushed us over the edge into technology, and and, and it's so convenient, right? Mm-hmm. Probably was a huge money saver also when people are struggling to keep their doors open. I know I'm a small business owner. I own a gym. We also own an ice cream shop. And, you know, it became necessary to cut our costs wherever we could, and that QR code was a real money saver for a lot of folks it's know, interesting it saves a lot of things in packaging promotion brochures flyers etc it's a it's a really uh interesting function that it serves there but it also just makes sure your customers get directly to you, your information you want them to have it's awesome so and i actually used it at an event recently to promote a restaurant that was supporting um this event so you know it's a great promotional tool but what else have you invented that other people would say, wow, I didn't know he did that. Most of the things, uh, you know, uh, when an inventor does their job correctly, it shouldn't make you famous. It should make you invisible. And here's how I mean that. When you flip the light switch in your house, you expect what's called 5-9 dependability. That's 0.999999 dependability. It just works. You don't think about Tesla when you flip that switch. Right? You don't think about how those currents come through to make that happen when you flip that light switch. So when an inventor does their job well, you'll know the invention, you'll use it, but you have no idea who the person was that made that happen. All my stuff started long ago. A lot of them came into the 90s because a lot of my expertise is in the technical field and internet. But If you remember way back when, when you would go to the office supply or get a new program for your computer, it would be disk or CDs and you'd have to load them. And if you were loading something like office or something, it might be 16, 17 CDs and you'd load them, wait for it cycle through, load the next one. 
So I basically created the phenomenon where those go away, the media goes away, and it's just auto-update because everything's connected and it constantly knows what status you're in so it can constantly be updated, which is now how your phones do it. You don't have to connect them to your computer anymore to update your cable box, etc. Another one is, if you remember in the original days of the internet and everybody was trying to figure out what these web pages would be. And then we finally, in early 2000, get mobile phones where we could look at it on a phone. The website would be broken and wonky. You'd have to slide all the way left or all the way right or up and down to see a page. You couldn't see the whole thing. And now that the pages recognize the device, knows what its specs are, and then automatically reformats itself, that's me. When you drive through a toll booth and you don't uh, any longer throw change, and it's tied to the RFID tag in your car, it automatically d uh, dings your credit card, knows who you are, you don't have to keep on putting in the information. That's me, or another simple one is, why you go to an airport today, you really don't have to have a boarding pass, it's on your phone, it's on the code, you lay it down on the scanner and you go in. And I remember American Airlines, when I showed it to them the first time, they says, there's no way we can put scanners at every single gate. Well, here you are, and it's just the way it is. So those are a few that I'm known for. When you're in that process, because I, I'm fascinated by the creative mind, what happens? I mean, I, I can imagine people listening think, you know, I've got this idea. I think it'd be really cool, but I don't know how to bring it to fruition. Could you just walk people quickly through your creative process from the beginning sure. of an idea to bringing it to culmination? Um, a good example is I think people have to understand it's not just about the, a lot of people can have a good idea, but they, you have to think around the idea to make the idea work. And here's what I mean. There are 11 million and change patents around the globe. Out of 11 million, we'll just use 11 million, only 1.65% of them ever become of monetary value licensable or make money so it's a it's a 1.65 percent game luckily 95 percent of my work's in that 1.65 percent cavity there but i think the difference in the invention is you can have a good idea and it sounds really good on face value but if you don't understand how it impacts the world how will it impact the world a little bit forward you can't find the right way to roll it out. And so at heart, I'm not a creator. I'm actually the opposite. I am a deconstructionist. And what that means is I literally can look at the markets. You see where the gaps are, where things could be done. Then you come up with your idea. But the key to making a successful idea is you got to have the idea. But then you have to think your way through of how everybody or every company that's going to go, wow, that's a great idea, how they're going to steal it from you. And when you can plug all those holes all the way around in creating your intellectual property to make something defensible from the very people that want to take it, then you can get it into the marketplace. But it's not, you know, one day you're going to invent the windshield wiper and you're going to go around suing everybody. People think patents are about suing. It's not. It's the opposite. I'm an independent inventor, so I'm in a different category than most. You create something that the market needs 
that you can fill the gap with. And then literally you take that once you've got your IP done, intellectual property done, you go to the very companies who would be your competitors and say, I have this, let's work together, you have the market, and let's just do it together. It's actually more like a peace offering and a friendly offering you do mm. it. It's not like a war because you can think better on the outside than you can think inside corporations because corporations have the most dreaded word in inventing, and that word is no. And personally, that word's not in my vocabulary, and that's why I can do it because I just don't believe in no. I love it. So when we look now at the impact you're making, and I, you said something, you look at what the market needs. And there was a need when we started looking at um, the integrity of the elections, it became apparent that there was a need. Now, I want to take us to a quick break. And I want people to think about that because there was a need. And Jovan, you stepped up to help us start to identify where the issues were in that process. And, and it's not fixed yet. And there's a lot of work to do. So everybody, you're listening to Success Happens. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Sweeties on the Creek. We're scooping now. KW Photography and Design and Flamingo Pool Supply. We're going to be right back. Success Happens is brought to you in part by Flamingo Pool Supply, Industry Lane Frederick, the best for your pool today. Are you ready? to lighten up, tighten up, shed, and shred with plant-based protein. Antioxidant fruits, organic greens, and veggies, plus gut health, for a fraction of the cost you are already spending. This super 30-day program may support you to build muscle, burn fat, reset metabolism, lift brain fog, Increase productivity, break addictions, nourish, detoxify, and cleanse. Are you ready to look and feel your best? Replace 60 organic meals for only $11 a day with live, organic, non-GMO superfood nutrition delivered right to your door. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Go to superfoodswithjen.com. A picture's worth a thousand words. Capture your wedding memories in stunning photography by Kira Wynn at KW Photography Design in a price you can afford. Here's what a bride had to say. Working with Kira for our wedding was easy and the pictures are phenomenal. I'm so glad we chose KW Photography Design. Call Kira at 240-344-3224 or visit kwphotographydesign.com. Making your memories last a lifetime. Join us on Restaurant Row Creekside. Enjoy great restaurants including La Casona with fresh Tex-Mex favorites and happy hour weekday specials. Or Truth and Beauty offering unique tasty American fare and brunch. Stop by Sweeties on the Creek for yummy fresh made ice cream, frozen desserts, sweet treats and plush toys. The Carroll Creek parking deck is right next door. Great food, fun times. Come visit us at Creekside. When was the last time you had fresh homemade ice cream? Sweeties on the Creek is making ice cream. Stop in and taste our fresh made selections, including dairy-free and all-natural flavors. Enjoy a fresh cup of coffee with creamy shaker sundae. Taste a new fun flavor or an old yummy favorite. Sweeties, fresh made from cow to cone. Sweeties on the Creek, just up from Market Street. We're scooping now. 
past editions of this program are available in the audio vault at WFMD.com. Welcome back to Success Happens. This is Jen, and I have with me today Jovan Pulitzer, who is an extraordinary man who has dedicated his life to bringing solutions to you and I to make our lives easier and to solve problems in the in the markets. And we were just talking before the break, Jovan, about election integrity, and you developed some specific tools and technology to help us improve or maybe even identify what the issues were. Could you speak about those instances? Sure. Um, I inherently, my journey on this election integrity stuff, one, I'd known for a while we had problems in elections, and I probably became acutely aware that the numbers weren't processing right back in the just before the second term of the Obama administration. I just noticed some anomalies in the numbers. And so I started thinking about this and election integrity, what's going on, right? I didn't put, you know, much effort into it. And then in October of 2020, I happened to see Bernie Sanders on late night with Jimmy Kimmel. Now, granted, our election is going to be November 3rd. He's on October, last week in October with Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel asked him, what do you think is going to happen with the election? And Bernie said, what I think is going to happen with election is every state's going to be being won by Trump. He's going to come on and brag. I'm winning. I'm ahead. That's it. I'm your next president. Then we're all going to go to bed and then they're going to count the mail-in ballots. And because there's so many mail-in ballots, you're going to find some surprises. And he names the following, by the way. He says Michigan, Arizona, Georgia, Nevada, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania. He actually names them out. And he says, then you're going to wake up the next morning and find out Joe Biden's your president. And Donald J. Trump is going to see, I told you, they stole it. Now, that was so detailed to me in methodology. He even knew we would go to bed without an answer. Normally in the past, we always count until there is an answer. It took till 3.30 in the morning when Donald J. Trump was elected president. There was no stopping, but he knew the count was going to stop. And he knew exactly which states were going to go on. And because there was so much detail in that very cavalier statement, I knew something was up. And I remember saying... They've already wired this. Something's wrong. And therefore, I started closely paying attention to what was going on. The election, you know, Bernie Sanders is a lot of things, but he's not Deanne Warwick on the Psychic Friends Network. You know what I mean? He's not known for that stuff. And so when the election comes and it happens exactly as he said, and then I started watching people protesting and recounting, I noticed that all these sheets were flat. And this was supposed to be an 80% mail-in election. Therefore, I said, look, I have the resources and ability to fix this. Let's just take all of the human error out of it. Let's physically look at the physical evidence. Let's treat this, ironically, like a crime. Let's do a canvas, not in the election terms, but when police investigate, it's called canvassing. You look at everything. And I said, we've never before created a system that can absolutely look at 
everything involved with an election. And I'll give you an example. Politicians use a thing called risk-limiting audits. What that means is they want to limit the risk of them getting caught. But I'll give you an example because they like to use fancy words, but it means nothing. In Georgia, in Fulton County, Georgia, during the primary, their risk-limiting audit to see if it was run properly, they examined exactly 27 ballots. And you go, 27 ballots? They took one machine and 27 ballots. They put the 27 ballots in the machine and did the machine count 27 pieces of paper? And it did, and they say, this is fine. In the general election, Fulton County's risk-limiting audit was 250 ballots. That's all they looked at. And so then I realized even the auditing is a scam. It's what they call, you know, they say we need a logic and an accuracy audit. We did a logic and accuracy audit. All that means is they take a machine, they turn it on, just like you firing up your computer, and does it wake up and does the software ID come up on the computer? That's the logic part of it, right? Accuracy part of it, they pick a machine, if they take a thousand ballots, they put a thousand ballots in. And does the machine say a thousand pieces of papers went through? If it did it, that means it accurately counted. Does that have anything to do with the voted ovals? No. So then I realized every bit of this is rigged for top from top to bottom. So I decided there has to be a way that we can audit elections differently, better, take out bias, take out the human element, treat it exactly what a forensic investigation should be treated as and know exactly what are the results because every type of audit before is a rig and i'll give you an example well before you go on now let me just clarify something because i think it bears repeating garbage in garbage out we know that and if you recount the garbage you just still get the same garbage it doesn't change the result they didn't analyze to your point the actual integrity of the individual ballots to ensure that they were indeed a true and honest vote one person one vote it's not even one yeah. person one vote it's is is this even a ballot is this even the right ballot is this ballot voted by a human or was it copied on a copy machine? You know, our voting system doesn't do any of that. The analogy I use is a teenage boy says, Dad, my buddies are coming over. We're going to have some pizza. Can I have $15? Dad says, okay. He hands the son 12 crisp $1 bills and three Monopoly $1 bills. Now, the son looks at him and goes, Dad, you just gave me 12 bucks." He says, son, just recount it. So the son does recount it dutifully. One, you know, and he counts 12 crisp $1 bills and three Monopoly bills. And he says, Dad, it's still $12. You gave me 12 $1 bills and three Monopoly bills. And Dad says, son, I told you to recount it. I didn't tell you to audit it. And that's the difference of what we do in our systems. An audit knows what's real, what's not. Is it proper, is it not? And I'll give you an example. Our voting machines do not know if the right piece of paper stuck in it. You can go to most of our voting machines, and if if you want to throw an election, and I call it messy hair Mabel, right? She's been working elections for 40 years. She basically uh, has been a lifelong Democrat. She hates Donald Trump. 
to get a vote in the machine, all she has to do is insert one blank ballot. Now, the machine doesn't do anything with that blank ballot. It just sets it over to the side and says, what do we do with this? But it never tells you that. But at the end of the night, when they're all kind of setting there, if they leave them in an adjudication file, somebody can go back. They can look at the records and say who was registered to vote, who voted, look at the net difference, who didn't. And they can drag a voter to that blank ballot. I don't think that's okay. And these systems are made to be corruptible. Let me give you an example. They will tell you that in order to preserve the dignity of a handicapped voter, so they don't have to be embarrassed because they can't really fill out the oval right, we have a system that will make it look like a hand scribbled in oval. Then they go on to say, and we have an entire database of thousands and thousands and thousands of combinations. Now, number one, that feature is not given to handicapped people. They don't even get a choice of that feature. So if they don't get a choice of the feature, you have to ask, why is that feature there? Why can we mimic human writing or human overfill, oval filling in on a ballot? Why do we need that feature? And the reason that feature is there is because they can trick the system to make it look like a real ballot. There's about 10 of these hooks just in the machines themselves, over 200 different ways to change these things that are features that are not there for the reasons they say they're there. They're basically up to the highest bidder and they bid to unlock these features and they use it. And this way is how they take our elections from us. So define for people Smartmatics and Dominion so we understand because they basically own in various um, companies, my understanding, shell companies and so forth, you know, twice removed, but they're all part of this Dominion Smartmatics system. Can you explain to people what that is and how it affects what you're talking about? Let me ask you a different way by a quiz. Uh, number one, have you ever heard of a Dominion voting machine? No, I think it's Smartmatics is the machine, Dominion is the software. Uh, correct and incorrect. Most people think they're a Dominion voting machine. And they say, why can Dominion sit in front of Congress and say, we don't make machines that connect to the Internet? And it's because Dominion does not make machines. Neither does Smartmatic. Not a single one of them make voting machines. Every single one of them are software companies. And that is why they can sit there in front of Congress and say, we don't make machines that connect to the internet. The manufacturer of the machines is Dell. These guys have their software run on that machine on a $565 Dell computer that they sell to the government for 30 grand, not including all the other software and stuff. All these guys are software companies, period. And that's how the media gives them coverage, because they keep on allowing people to say, like was just said, a Dominion voting machine, a smart magnet voting machine. None of them make machines. Not a single one of them. Ponder that while we go to a break. So you're listening to Success Happens with Jen. I have with me today Jovan Pulitzer. We are being educated about all things election integrity. We're going to take a quick break for news and weather, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Success Happens. This is Jen, and I have with me today Jovan Pulitzer, and we are discussing election integrity and really starting to, I think, dismantle some of the notions that we've held as truth, and they're really not. Because this is how government and media give them cover. They allow you to believe these company manufacture machines, and therefore you call it a Dominion voting machine. 
and they do not. They're Dell machines. Secondly, if you read the very manuals that these companies put out, it's public, it's there, just read it. It specifically states that they provide the software and here's the machine they recommend and you buy. But in the footnotes, it says, and your machine must be able to connect to the network, must be able to connect to the internet. It is the precincts that do it themselves. It is the state that do it themselves. And that's how they give these voting companies cover. But they do not deal with the fact that this is the way the system is built and your own uh, states, counties, and precincts do this to you. And they know it. When you say do, do this do to you, you mean compromise steal the election. Vote. No, I there say compromise go. your vote. So this has I been going on. When was the first when was the first mail in ballot fraud in the United States? And every newscast in America, every newspaper in America talked about it. When was the first mail in voter fraud in the United States of America? I don't know. It was the second term of Abraham Lincoln. Now, most people would never guess that. Secondly, when was the first time we had this advent, just like we had in New Jersey? Oh, we found 12,000 ballots. You know when that happened? That happened in 1948 when LBJ was running for the Senate in the state of Texas. He had handedly had his butt handed to him, right? He lost, but he knew it was coming. And so his campaign manager got in a car drove across Texas and magically found what is called ballot box 13. And in that box was 202 magical ballots that, whoa, somebody missed these. Now, what's the moral of that story? The moral of that story is even in New Jersey just now, the guy said, no, that trucker didn't beat me. We found 12,000 ballots that didn't get counted. Once a, a Pierce is able to get through in the system, it's used over and over and over and over again and never plugged because we tolerate it. See, if we're willing to say, oh, but there's always some election integrity issue. There's always, you know, a little bit of fraud. Like we say, it's okay. It's expected. It's part of the system. It's part of the process. You're always gonna have a little bit. Now there is a percentage that's acceptable and percentage that's not. And we've far exceeded what's not acceptable, correct? We'll just use either Wisconsin or Georgia. They say these machines can actually have a 1% error tolerance, okay? 1%, that that's allowed. And those elections were won by less than a half of a percent. They even have some where they say, well, it can be up to a 1.5%, 2% error, and it's acceptable. Most elections are never won by that. How do we have that? My idea of an election is every single vote must be accounted for and no differences are allowed. But that's not how the system is. And it's only because we as Americans are ignorant of how our voting systems work. We have been shamed into thinking if you question election and integrity, you're a conspiracy theorist. This has gone on for decades. We've been dealing with the computer issues since 1970, Miami-Dade County, and it got repeated every 20 years thereafter. Here it is, and we've been given the greatest gift in the world right now that our eyes have been open, that our system is broke, and this is the only way we're going to be able to fix it because our eyes are now open. I mean, really, corruption knows no party. People 
who are going to cheat or benefit from other cheaters and don't say something are still part of the problem. You know, look, everybody says, Maryland, we're we're Democrats. We're all Democrats. Not so. It's just not so. And so there's four counties here. And I know you've been working with Robin Sachs and talked with her. And shout out to Robin for the work she's doing with her group here in Maryland. And you guys, we cannot tolerate this anymore. It's intolerable. This idea of integrity, you either have it or you don't. There's no percentage of integrity. It is or it isn't. So at any moment when you start to allow that devolution or degrading of integrity, you've lost your process. Everybody thinks this is a dim or Republican issue and the dim stole the election. I'm telling you right now as one of the only people that have literally uh, audited millions of ballots personally, right now our number one enemy in getting uh, integrity election done is the GOP. It is not the Dems. The Dems, we expect it. They know it. They're going to steal it any way they can if they have to. But right now in the GOP, everybody's ignoring it. They've been shunned. They're walking away from it. And the biggest roadblocks we face in most of these states are the GOP, period. Okay, you heard it here, guys. Now, here's what we got to do. We got to mobilize. All the parents who stood up to those boards of education, God bless you. Guess what? Round two is coming. We must start holding to account every election board in every jurisdiction across this country. These election boards have not been scrutinized. Mm -hmm. They have not been held to account. And these are people who, and I don't know if you all know this, but in Frederick County, whoever's in power has one more seat than the other party. So we have a county executive who's a Democrat. That means that the balance of power in the election board leans toward the county executive party. So there's one more Democrat than there are Republicans on our election board. That's the first thing. The second thing is the director of elections, who has been Stuart Harvey for years, he just retired. That election board really operates through the state more than it does the county. Like they're the overseers on behalf of the state. So we also have to deal with the state boards of elections the at the state level. So there are questions here, Jovan, in Maryland around some of the municipalities and their elections. Apparently, I just heard that Frederick City may have some questions around how that was handled. We know that Westminster was suspect because we I I personally, with my own eyeballs, witnessed the van come in from New Jersey and the guy get out and he says to to uh, Lewis Porter, God bless Lewis, says to him, uh, you know, I'm just here to clean the machines. It was 11 o'clock on the election day. Like, what? you can't have the, the volunteers doing that? So there are some real questions as to the shenanigans that's going on. Ashley, let's take a quick break. 
Uh, we'll come back, and I'd like, Jovan, for you to share about the status of the election integrity and the status of the states in question and to kind of give us an update on, on where we are. You're listening to Success Happens on Free Talk 930 WFMD. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Sweeties on the Creek. We're scooping now. KW Photography and Design. Kira does a really nice job on websites and graphic design. And then I'd also like to thank Flamingo Pool Supply. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Success Happens. This is Jen, and I have with me today Jovan Pulitzer, who's been so gracious to give us his time and and to share some information. Jovan, can you share with us about this election? We all know it's a hot mess. We know that there are people in power right now who shouldn't be there, whether it's the president and there are people who feel that, or it's even the down ballots. All across our nation, there are people serving who did not earn that right. What do we do about that, and where are we right now in that process? What has to happen here is the very first thing you have to understand is nobody's going to ride in on a white horse and save you. That's number one. Number two, there is no army coming to rescue you. We are the army. Number three, you have to understand psychological warfare. So every time they put out a little bitty thing that JFK Jr. is alive and he's going to come save you and it's going to be fixed, I want to tell you what they're doing is they're making you stand down and wait for somebody else to fix it. Stand down is just as horrible as agreeing with them stealing the elections. So basically, you have to get your head out of the vapor myth and all of these stories going around to mess up your mind. And you need to do what I tell everybody to do. You need to quickly get a mental enema and you need to get exactly focused on what's going on. The bottom line is if you don't stand up and shout out, this will never get fixed. America is gone. So. Once that you understand that, you have to understand you, I, and everybody listening to this, we're 100% responsible for this mess. And I'm going to tell you how, right? Democrats are willing to steal it. That's the way they're wired. That's the way they've always been wired. And they don't care about it. If you're a conservative like myself, we don't get out and protest. We don't yell and scream. We don't throw Molotov cocktails, and, and we expect the best of people. And because we expect the best, we don't think nefariously, and so we don't dig into how we should dig in. And this happens on our watch. Frankly, we became apathetic. All of this happened at very lower levels all across the country, and they started rotting our political system from the inside, from the ground up. And it starts with school boards and city councils and mayors and sheriffs, and they work their way up through this slow process ranks to now it's bubbled all the way to the top. If you don't believe this can't happen, how the hell we get a community organizer that became president of the United States? This is a rotten from within. In telling you that, it is not too late, because you know what's worse than knowing it's rotten than within is being oblivious to it. So you were given a gift that your eyes were open. You now see it. So the bottom line is it works like this if you want to make a difference. If you're in the category that says, I am not going to vote again because my vote doesn't matter, I have two suggestions for you. One, go register as a Democrat. Two, immediately start learning Chinese, because that's your future and you are enemy of the state, if that's what you feel. Secondly, here's what you have to do. We have to vote more than ever. We have to literally get involved. We have to participate in our elections. 
we have to observe and we have to educate ourselves and quit waiting for somebody else to fix it. Give you an example like Illinois. Illinois has over 3,800 positions open for Republicans to serve on these election committees and boards and stuff. Nobody does it. In, in Arizona, where you think adjudication of millions of ballots, or I should say hundreds of thousands of ballots that need adjudication, you think a Democrat and Republican sitting there and that's the way it is? No. It was almost all Democrats, and they don't care for Republicans sitting there. This is our fault. So what has to happen is you have to accept the battle charge. Bottom line is the very reason you're listening to my voice in this program is because a long time ago, God deemed it fit to put you here to fight this fight. If you don't believe me, let me tell you, let me tell you about this. Every one of us that is listening to this broadcast right now it was preordained long ago that we, our beings, would be the ones here in this moment in time. And we all beat billions of odds to be here. And if you don't believe me, think about this. When the sperm fertilizes the egg, whether you're man or woman, when you came into being, you rushed to be the one to create the human you are, and you already beat a billion to a billion and a half possible other combinations. And so the very perfect combination that God wanted at this time got created, and here you are, you're listening. Now, here's the big problem with it. You have to understand there's free will involved. I'm telling you right now, if you hear this, you were preordained for this time in human history to be here and hear this, to recognize it and know what's going on. You have, you have wondered your entire life, what does my life mean? What am I supposed to be doing? I am telling you, you are listening to it right now. But the bitch of it all is we're human and we have free will. And you have to decide if you're going to activate the free will. But I'm telling you what, if you don't pay attention to this, if you don't learn how these elections are rigged, if you don't follow this stuff and if you don't get involved, you are agreeing to be a slave to the system. You literally were chosen to be here. Some people like me get chosen to do patents. That's minor in my world of doing election integrity stuff. Your spark brought you here to this moment in time. You are listening. You know what happened. And now you have to have a very simple come to Jesus meeting of what are you personally going to do about it? Who are you going to inspire? Who are you going to get involved? And what are you going to do to protect your country? Because if you don't stand up and start protecting your country with knowledge and insight and participation, then you have been complicit in giving our country away. Wow. I couldn't have said it better. I'll tell you, I, I'm very proud of our listeners because they listen to me regularly. And I, I hear it from people all the time. Thank you, Jen, for what you're doing. And I couldn't agree more. God gave me this opportunity and he's called upon me to do something. And it's very moving for me because, I mean, really, I want to sit on the beach. I mean, I, you know, I just want to go chill out somewhere, but I'm here because our country's at stake and people's lives are at stake and I'm committed to making a difference. And so here I am. We each have to tap into that right now. We each have to tap into that right now. And I'm so glad you said what you did, Jovan, because I'm not an activist. I'm not an activist, but I've become one. There's something that we all need to deal with. And you started talking about it, that you become complicit and a part of the problem. And there are people in this state calling themselves GOP who have tolerated it, who have 
been against Trump. Now, listen, you don't have to like his personality. This isn't about a personality. It's about doing the right thing for the country. That's right. Okay. So who cares? Really get over it, as my father would say. So what we have to do is understand that at this moment in time, we're either a part of the problem, we're a part of the solution, and treason happens. And it has happened. Because anybody who's who's in there shuffling through and re-entering, I think that happened with the ballots, or they're doing the different things that they're doing to make their guy or gal win, that's treason. You're messing right. with our country. We've been given a gift, ladies and gentlemen, and here's the gift. The gift is our eyes are open. You know the second gift you were given in this? Discernment. Everybody prays for discernment. But I believe God gave everybody mass discernment. You know there's fraud. And now when your GOP person does nothing about it, won't talk about it, ignores it, runs away, and says there's no fraud, use that discernment. It tells you get them out of office, call them out. You no longer have to wonder. All of these people now self-identify. You don't have to think very hard about it where they stand on it. They have the power to allow you to look at everything. There are multiple state statutes which allow this. It's the GOP in a lot of ways that don't let us look at this. And when they don't do it and they ignore it and they run away and they don't take meetings and they don't talk about it, they are giving you the gift of discernment that they are the people willing to sell our country out and away. That is the bottom line. Your eyes have now been opened. Absolutely. There's something we call in transformation. It's a very basic principle called inauthenticity. When somebody's inauthentic, they pretend to be one thing, but they act another way, or they pretend to believe something, but they say something totally different. Part of your discernment is looking for those instances of inconsistencies and, to Jovan's point, calling them out on it. You said this, but you did that. And I want to give a shout out to Dan Cox running for governor. And this week... President Donald J. Trump endorsed Dan Cox. Why? He endorsed him because he's an American who has put America first and who has committed to undoing election fraud and going after election integrity. Dan is 100% on board doing full audits here. They are calling for a full forensic audit because we must know the truth. Folks, let me just let me give you real quick in parting. We have to clean up our waste and filth in government. I'm gonna give you the secret to making it happen. It's really very easy once you do it. I'm telling you, it works like clockwork. This is why we got done what we got done in Arizona when they didn't want to do it. Number one, if you want to get rid of the waste and filth in government, this is five minutes of work on your behalf. Sit down right now and look up your representatives, your state, your senators, a whole bit. Get their emails, open your email program, drop them all into one email, save it as a draft. Okay, now you have them permanently. Pull out your phone, open your draft email, and send them, what are you doing about election integrity? I want this done. Hit send. Boom, it's out. Look up their phone numbers, put them in your phone, put their names there. 
Call on the phone saying, what are you doing? I want this fixed. Boom, it's out. If you will just activate in your potty breaks, those five, six, seven, eight breaks you do a a day like clockwork will activate you. Doesn't take any more time. You're in there already. I'm telling you, it's a simple trick. That phone goes with you. You will be able to remove the waste because you are the weapon. You are the only thing that moves the needle. They need to hear from you. Period. And I think it's kind of ironic when you're eliminating waste in your life, you're calling your politicians and saying, eliminate that waste in their lives, too. And it works miracles. Profound advice. So in closing, I just want to take a moment to remember those who passed this week in Wisconsin and to remember something that our nation is here as a republic to provide safety, peace, joy, a place for our children to be safe. What happened in Wisconsin must never happen again. And those issues, what had that person back out on the streets are part of what these legislators and the departments of justice and the attorneys and the prosecutors and the people who are letting them out are responsible for. They're responsible. Your part is to make sure you get the good guys in, not the bad guys. Because we are in a battle right now between good and evil, and it knows no party. Thank you, Jovan, for all that you're doing for our country. You are a true patriot. And God bless you for all that you're doing to educate and motivate us, activate us to get involved. Everybody, you've got to get involved. And we are going to call upon this election board here in Frederick County and Howard County and and over in West Virginia, Southern PA, Adams, you're listening, over in Northern Virginia, Leesburg. We're calling on these election boards to clean up their voter rolls, clean up their house, and put these processes in place. And I know a lot of people are saying, no more machines. We don't need machines. We'll hand count them. Absolutely. So we, the people, deserve the right to know that our vote counts. Javon, plan to come back again and give us updates. It's so great to meet you. It has been a true honor to have you on Success Happens, blending business and politics. And I think we did that today. So thank you for all your inventions and the great work you're doing to help us live better lives and to restore our country. Thank you very much. God bless America.